This is Belladonna with their song Till Death Do Us Part from the Noir album on Tell Craig Your Story Podcast. Hi guys, Craig here. Welcome to another edition of the podcast, Tell Craig Your Story. Today we'll be speaking to singer-songwriter Luana Carafa. Now, Luana is the co-founder of Italian band Belladonna, 
and they have released six full-fledged albums they formed in 2005 gained a lot of success uh, through myspace they have been the support band for uh, duff mckagan's solo band they've shared the stage with corn nine inch nails uh, to name a few and they've also released a album with a full orchestra as well in 2017 they released soundscape collection which is a whole bunch of music that they've created and this allows the u.s movies to buy their music belladonna has been featured in my cousin rachel split equalizer 2 stephen king's to name a few but before we go please go to our website uh, we are on podbean tell craig your story at podbean.com uh, we're also on facebook instagram twitter vk for our russian listeners and wechat for our chinese listeners at tell craig your story and we are also on youtube now as well we have a youtube channel there please go to the link there it'll also tell you where tell craig your story podcast is streaming we're on all the major stream podcast streaming apple itunes google podcast stitcher etc and finally one more thing uh, we are still running the competition to create the tell craig your story podcast theme song now if you want to be a part of that it has to be the song no longer than 90 seconds and please send it through to our email address tellcraigyourstory at hotmail.com all right here we go this is the chat that i had with luana from belladonna's on tell craig your story podcast Hey Luana, how are you doing today? Hi Greg, <laughs> nice to you probably, nice to hear you. And uh, yes, I'm doing good, and you? Yeah, I'm doing good, thanks. I'm doing good. Um, like we were just talking about, spent nearly all day listening to your music, and, <laughs> and oh, thank uh, you very much. so it's yeah, I'm really really enjoying it. So f- first question I want to ask is, how is everything going in Italy at the moment with the whole coronavirus? Are you staying safe? Uh, yeah, we are soldiering on. We we are in a lo- like lockdown right now, and uh, it's more than a month started um, at uh, the end of February, but the lockdown in, in, in all Italy uh, it was at uh, the beginning of March, I think. Now, I don't, I don't remember because when you're in lockdown, <laughs> it's, it seems like a, a year or two years. Yes, you right. Many yes. years. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> the time is really relative. And uh, it, it is in a physical terms, but now it's more. <laughs> it's more. Yes. And is your family safe? And did you also did you have did you have a tour scheduled or did you have recording scheduled? Did you have to stop it in this period? I don't live with my family. I live. I'm living alone. So unfortunately, I can I cannot see my parents. I cannot right. see anyone. Yeah. And uh, now, now I'm not seeing Danny, which is the uh, my co yeah, co writer of the the band and uh, yes. guitarist of Belladonna and uh, yes. artist producer. And we are um, doing all things together. 
And now we are doing songs, making new songs, songwriting uh, via video, in via Skype. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we organized too because we have the pia pianos in, in our houses and uh, guitars. Uh, yes. We both play them. So um, we, are, we are writing a lot, lot of songs right now. Yeah, right. And, and did you have a tool? Did you have to cancel any uh, any gigs during this period? No, uh, no, fortunately not. And uh, because we right now we were involved in doing um, many things with uh, some U.S. company making music for video games, trailers, films. So that was uh, mm, th th we were really into that in the, this period. Apart from yeah. writing new songs, and we are really lucky. Um, yeah. Because many other bands are really suffering uh, yes. from this point of view. Because uh, right now the music is very bad for musicians because you can get money from downloads, internet, Spotify is giving you a really, really small percentage, the smallest percentage ever con uh, even conceived. Yes. So, yeah, so you can get money from that and you get money from gigs. Otherwise, you can get some money from sync things when uh, your music is used in films and video yes. games, etc. For many bands, and I'm friends with many of them, now it's a real terrible moment because they don't get any money. Uh, for, for them, that was a job. Sometimes people don't, I, I, I mean, not people, uh, just people, but people in governments, they, 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 they don't understand the musicians yeah. are. Yeah, that's are, right. Up. But no, I, I don't say that because uh, I mean uh, that uh, now uh, life should be allowed because it's very dangerous. But yes. I mean that uh, musicians should be supported more, more in some other ways. That's right. And uh, mm, yeah, it's very difficult. To, yeah. But uh, we are lucky because we didn't we didn't cancel anything right now. Oh, that's good. That's good. And when we've had other sort of viruses in, mm -hmm. in, in past, the music was able to be able to still go on. But, but this time, everything is shut. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Can you, mm -hmm. can you think of a time that, that this has happened before? I, I can't think of a time. No, I can't remember. I, no. I don't know, but probably in the past, uh, I was Maybe too young. I, I I actually I don't know, but I, I can remember something really so heavy and so serious. Yeah. And uh, there is another thing to say that uh, in the last uh, 20, 30 years, uh, in, music uh, has really changed. And yes. so with the internet and anything. So what is happening right now is that uh, it's so different because many things have, have changed. For example, 10 years ago, you can you could sell uh, albums, CDs. Yes, yes. CDs. <laughs> For example, <laughs> yeah, I remember when we start produced our first album, and through my we were on my space, and we are, we are still a self-produced band. We we uh, we sell many albums. Yes. But right now it's different, and it was just uh, um, I don't know, twelve years ago. It changed uh, really in a quick way. In uh, it was so fast. So, uh, yeah, I'm now I'm seeing some bands that are trying to sell 
uh, t-shirts, merchandising, but um, and they and I try to sell these things, giving a percentage to, to the cross red red cross. Oh, that's great. Yes. Yeah, yeah um, but. Yeah, I understand, mm -hmm. but, but at the same time, they need to get those money because when people see that they are giving that from, for hospitals, they say, oh, okay, I want to participate. But people don't realize that banks need the money too because yes. uh, it's not um, uh, just for charity. Uh, it's serious, serious. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So well, let's hope that it gets all, um, you know, fixed up and goes away the bella Do bella Donas can uh start recording getting out and playing uh some live music so uh let's start off let's go way back let's go way back uh um, if i interrupt you but yeah, sure. I want, yeah sorry i want to add that i i was just talking about the, the music uh, a problem because i'm a musician but i i uh, fully recognize that right now many people in the around the world are, um, are, are living a really difficult time and uh, we are not uh, an isolated case so I, I didn't want to to say wow musicians are starving and all the people are good uh, yes. I didn't want to say that because I know uh, the many people for example in Italy are losing their jobs yes. and yes. or their salary have been reduced. So I know that is a difficult time for everyone, uh, except yes. you are rich. And uh, but uh, I'm not talking about very rich people. I'm talking about average people. Yes. So yes, yes, I want to. Oh, I just wanted to tell you that this, this that I I didn't want to push too much on musicians forgetting mm. the other people. Yeah, definitely, okay. definitely not. Uh, you know. Um, <laughs> And, and it's worldwide. It's not just, uh, you yeah, know, uh, in certain countries, the whole essential workers, you know, uh, there's lots of people that don't have work at the moment. So, you know, let, let's, you know, all stay in home and, and let's self-isolate and, uh, you know, next, hopefully in the next couple of months we can uh, start getting back to normal and, you know, watching live music and having mm -hmm. the whole entertainment back, back to normal and everybody can go back to work. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's hope so. Let's hope so because it's really a disaster, economic disaster right now. Yeah, definitely, so. definitely. And I know, I know. I've looked on the uh, the news, and, and Italy has been uh, affected a lot. So um, yeah, all, lot. all the best, all the best for the people uh, and, and my friends and and their families in in Italy. So, Thank you very much. <laughs> no problem. So let's go back way back. So tell us, tell us about. Let's let's talk about uh, when the Belladonnas sort of formed. I do believe it was around 2004, 2005. Yeah. So, so tell us, were you in bands before the Belladonnas previously? We. Um... Uh, yeah, me and Danny, the, the guys uh, I mentioned it before. That it's my uh, partner in crime in Belladonna. <laughs> yes. We, yeah, we, we because. Of, because I'm writing everything together. Um, the songs are pinned by Juana Caraffa and Dani Maki. So Belladonna uh, songs are, are written by us. And before Belladonna, we were in um we had another band, but it was uh, an Italian band called Zo di Venere, and it was in Italian. But uh, and uh, with this band, we had uh, a deal with. Uh, uh, um, 
production in Italy they are making films movies and it was uh, in uh, 2003 2003 okay. but things went really really bad because we saw Uh, they didn't do anything and uh, anything at all and we were we were blocked so we could, you could no. do anything and right. uh, that was our first experience so we decided it was a summer of 2004 we decided to to start writing new songs and uh, all of a sudden it came up to us that uh, they could be in english But it was so crazy at that time because we were in Italy. Uh, yes. We did an album in Italian. It was really bad because it was not pr promoted at all. Right. Even though we had a, a label. And uh, <laughs> it was absurd. How did, how did I, 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 I don't explain all the things that happened, but it, they were really weird. And yes. so we started writing new songs. And uh, at the end of uh, the end of the year, we thought about forming a new band, calling calling it Paladon. Yes. And then, at the end of 2005, we discovered MySpace because we were here alone. Yes. Alone, me and Danny thinking about these tongues in English. All the people around us saying, "You're crazy." You <laughs> <laughs> Why you do? You you failed in in Italian and now you're trying in English. Yes. And you, you are poor. You don't know any anybody. You are not uh, connected with big names. You can yes. do anything at all. And but we we are we are dreamer, really <laughs> we are dreamer, dreamers. Uh, and so when Danny told me because he discovered my space, he told me, oh, I I saw this new network called my space where people can share the music let's do it i, I didn't yes. even have a computer at right. that time so, yeah because i was really i don't know i am still am an analogic person right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and so, so i bought a computer for that purpose really and uh, even at university uh, because in, in, in italy Internet came really late. It was uh, 2000, mm. 2001 when all people started using it. Uh, so uh, I didn't need that uh, for um, my study, for anything. Yes. Uh, but I bought that computer and uh, uh, I started uh, working on the space. I said, what I can do? So I started adding some people and see. Uh, if they could listen to the music and all of a sudden something really strange happened because many people because at that time in that social media you could put music on your page so many people were starting sharing our music on their page so yes. the main songs on the page were uh, was our, the songs we just uh, uploaded on my space right. and uh, it, it was incredible because it, there was an inner chart internal to my space where you uh, you can you cannot cheat for example right now you can buy everything on youtube on facebook it's all fake because you can buy followers you can buy views you can buy. Yes, but at that time you can you can do that so there was uh, this inner uh, inner charts and uh, there was the section for independent bands So we started to say number one, number three, 
uh, amongst all the all the bands in the world. I, I thought that was incredible. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't believe that. Yeah, and that's why many people start to discover us too. And uh, thanks to the social media. Yeah, and I'm so sorry, so sorry that the social media didn't work, uh, stopped working. Um, yes. What happened there? What happened with MySpace? Um, is it still going? Is MySpace still going? I, 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 now, right now, I, did, I haven't checked for, yeah. uh, for a long time. But when uh, many companies, this is most multinationals, thought that they could uh, earn money from social media, uh, they kind of boycotted uh, MySpace because MySpace uh, helped too much bands mm, to yes. doing things, doing things without pain, without. Yes. <laughs> and that that was not good for many people, and that's well, why. <laughs> I I remember I remember with MySpace and I had a band as well, and we we put the oh, the, wow. the, the the music onto MySpace as well. But it also said that there was some sort of agreement where if you put the the music onto MySpace, that they had all the rights to the music. And it's like, ooh, I don't know whether we should do this, you know. So it was very, we put it up anyway. I don't but... remember that. I, I don't think that MySpace had the rights. I don't know if, if at the end of this mm. um, recounting, uh, I'm talking about uh, early 2006. Right, right, and okay. I don't know, but uh, when we did that, it, was, it wasn't that like that. Okay, okay. Uh, and I also read on, on the online today that, you were one of the biggest bands on MySpace for Italian bands. You were even up there with uh, Lacuna Coil. You were one of the most downloaded bands from Italy yeah. on MySpace. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah, and, and, um, and they said you why that was why we didn't pay anything because yeah. we couldn't pay and uh, uh, MySpace was not um, it didn't work. Uh, yeah, with that's right. money. And wow. uh, <laughs> and we didn't have the money, so we, we can do can do that with money. So it was a miracle for us. It was incredible because it helped us a lot. Yeah, helped right. us a lot. Yes. And uh, uh, in that period, I was saying that to many people around me, many bands, please uh, start doing this on my space map. But people didn't understand me. They thought uh, I was having hallucinations, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is not working, this is a waste of time. And they understood that too late when it started not working anymore. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's very, very, very interesting. And so let's go back even further than that. Now, you were born in Italy. Whereabouts were you born in Italy? Um, I was born in um little village in the center of Italy. And then I moved to Rome when I studied, I started studying philosophy at the university. Oh, okay. So were your mother and father, were they musicians as well? In a sense, I can say that um, my father, uh, yes, was a musician, a songwriter, but uh, he had uh, a bad illness that I don't like to talk uh, here about. Okay. So he stopped, he stopped, and but so when I was uh, really young, I knew I, I I I could see his guitar, I could see many photographs, yes. and uh, I don't know, maybe that inspired me a lot. Um, yes. It was something, I don't know if you can get that in, in the blood, but I started singing 
uh, actually whistling when I was nine months. Oh, really? Really. My, ma- my oh. mother was carrying me in the supermarket, for example, in um, nine months. I started whistling songs. Wow. And, uh, and all people watched them, looked at my, at my mother, like saying, why are you, you are a silly woman whistling so high? <laughs> and my mother was so ashamed and saying, it's not me, it's this little monster. <laughs> Some people were shocked. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Well, you you got to start somewhere, don't you? <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing because um, there was a lot of music in my house, so maybe that was my way remembering songs since I couldn't yes. talk and also I started whistling. <laughs> it was really strange. <laughs> That's and uh, uh, what sort of when did you realize that you were able to sing? I mean, because uh, for some people it's very very difficult for people to sing. So when did you realize that? Uh, you were able to sort of sing or, or you know? Uh, when I was uh, a child, so after <laughs> whistling, I started singing. That was my, uh, my second step. And uh, I was really an exib- exhibitionist. So I used to go downstairs in the, the building I was living and yes. from the apartment, three, four years old, and singing. Well, I'm really loud, out loud, because I want all the people around listening to me. Yes. And uh, I, 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 I used to sing also from the balcony. So uh, eventually my mom decided, I was four years old, to present me in a competition for children. And uh, I, I won. I won, uh, oh, I wow. think I, put, I won probably a five, six, I don't remember, but I started a four, so I participated every summer at that, it was really next to my village, it was a really big the, um, little thing, but yeah. I started doing that since I was uh, four years old, but then, then during my life, until uh, I came. I stopped. I stopped there when I was a child, and then um, I studied philosophy. And when I started to study philosophy, I realized that uh, I I never did something to start a band. So I would say, oh my God, I was just daydreaming about being <laughs> being a, a rock star, but I'm not doing yes. anything. So it's better to to stop thinking about this. So I stopped. And uh, I was so focused into being a logician because oh. I studied, yes, <laughs> because I studied uh, philosophy of science. So I was really into that. I wanted to start uh, an um, ac- academic career. And, uh, and then I met uh, Danny on the street. And uh, that was really mystical because we recognized ourselves, each other. Yes. Uh, without, uh, uh, we, we didn't didn't met before, but uh, we start asking ourselves, we didn't we meet? I know you, yes, you have <laughs> a feeling. And uh, when I went back uh, to my parents' house, I found uh, a paintings that I painted uh, painted when I was uh, sixteen or seventeen years old, and uh, in that painting it was me and Danny. 
You, if yeah. you if you look at the picture, you can yeah, see right. you recognize him and me <laughs> with wow. some traits. Yeah, yeah uh, it was really magical. Um, and then the, he forced me to sing yeah, because I didn't want to start again. I said, no, 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 no. And now I'm into philosophy. I want to do that. Yes. Because he could uh, hear from my my voice just talking. I I can can hear something strange. Yeah, I can. So, and then I started singing again, and then I started uh, writing songs. So that was my dream. I started mm. writing songs with using my guitar, playing piano, and I taught myself. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a, in a music school. So you were self-taught. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> love, I, I love people that, that, that do that as well. I, I also had that thing where I was never, never taught before, but I can play the guitar. I, I can play drums. Yeah, I, I just I, I just think that it I I I have to listen to the music to be able to play. So so what instruments uh, can you play as well? Uh, I can play the instruments I told you: guitar and piano. Yeah, I'm not a virtuoso. <laughs> um, not not because uh, I'm only a songwriter, so but I I'm playing by myself and is sometimes I play I play these instruments live, but uh, on stage I prefer not to have an instrument because when we have uh, um, an instrument you are really stuck that you are protecting yourself and yeah. when I like to jump I like to do many things so <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I I I, I I play the acoustic guitar on stage or sometimes piano. Yes. Now, now, when you do play uh, live, uh, like at the start, were, were you nervous? Are you nervous when you go on stage in front of lots of people? Actually, I'm nervous all the time in my life. Really? Except, <laughs> yeah. Even now, <laughs> I'm really, I'm a really nervous person. <laughs> no, but really emotional, really nervous. Uh, but um, the stage is the only place where I, I, yeah. I feel safe. I yes. feel safe, and I feel totally myself, and I feel really comfortable. Yeah. And uh, it's like something really liberating. Uh, I, I can express anything. Mm, can find anything so amazing to me. It's yes. like freedom to, to touch your your inner freedom. So it's yes. not about uh, showing you yourself to other people. It's uh, it's like to breathe your inner freedom. So yes. magical experience to me. Yes. I totally, I totally agree. I totally agree. And what, <laughs> uh, what, and what music were you listening to uh, at that time? You know, while while you were sort of forming the band. What were our inspirations, etc. But uh, uh, well, what, what was your inspiration before you 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 know you formed the band? Like, what were uh, you listening to before Belladonna? Okay, uh, yes, it's very difficult to say this because uh, we uh, wanted not to be uh, uh, inspired by anything else but ourselves. So, but right. this is very difficult because uh, in an unconscious way, we are all influenced by everything. So, uh, no one is alone in, in the world. So, uh, you, even when we talk, 
uh, our words are, are filled with meanings that uh, uh, are related to all the concepts, uh, philosophy around us, even even though we don't know that. So it's impossible not to be influenced. But said, having said that, that was not, uh, we didn't have a, a direct influence. So we started yeah. to listen to ourselves and uh, want to do what we really wanted to do. Yes. Uh, no matters about the genre, the genre. No matters if people would like it. Mm-hmm. Not matters, but us, our personal pleasure. Because yes. for us, music is like to having a a bliss, and uh, to bringing out our bliss. Um, and for us, oh, every time me and Daniel talked about our songs, like uh, like something that uh, wasn't us, ours but something that we captured <laughs> from yes. the air. It yes. was already there, but and we translated. Because yes. um, every time we are in a room, or even now via Skype, we can we can write a song. It's magical. Right. It's yes. still there. It's already there, and we can capture that. So uh, we don't care about, uh, as, I, as I said, uh, about genres, about what's trend now, nothing. Or just our, our inner voices. So how to say Excellent. that. And you can definitely see you've you've written quite a lot of songs <laughs> since that time. Um, yeah. So so how ha, how do you write a song? I mean, I know that's a very vague <laughs> question, but I'm always interested to know uh, how how the whole process starts. Is it do you start with the vocals? Do you start with melodies? Do you start with a guitar riff, a piano? Um, how, how does it how does it start? How, how do you sit down and do that? I listen to a chord and I start singing, and there is and all of a sudden there is a melody. Yes. So there is a melody, and I find out the chorus. So sometimes I find out the chorus, and then uh, I go back to the verses. This is the process. Yes. And with, an, with an instrument, uh, just an instrument. Start uh, with a melody and uh, by by playing an instrument uh, um, with a chord, it's like the melody. It's riding uh, right. over the chords, over the chords, and you can listen. Uh, you, you you can even listen in your mind. It's like uh, by singing, it's giving out. So it's giving out to buy like a horse riding <laughs> through the chords. Yes. And then we use the fake English. Uh, beat the Beatles and many other bands did that. Yes. And then uh, maybe the the, the the difficult to I mean uh, the the long process writing the lyrics because when uh, you add all the uh, the songs and the melody and you 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 get also a metric. And you have to feel the magic, the rhythm of the 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 the, 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 the fake words you put that you, you wrote, and uh, there are a number of syllables. Syllables, yes. Yeah. And uh, you can say, ah, I, I got out of my house if uh, the space is shorter than that. <laughs> you can say that, and you have yes. to respect the accent 
the accent or, or the, read, the rhythm of the, the, the melody is really important too. So writing the lyrics, it's a longer process than writing a melody because the melody is something really in the instant, spontaneous. It's it's there in a in a minute, but uh, lyrics are really different. The process yes. is different because and uh, in writing lyrics mean, means also that you you have to understand what that kind of music or a kind of melody. Uh, is trying to say uh, not only in a mathematical way, um, uh, as I was saying, the space, the, the syllables, the, the rhythm, but the meaning, because each melody uh, is, is hiding a meaning, because some songs you, you can recognize uh, listening a lot, um, after listening a lot, that maybe they are talking about war, maybe mm. uh, this melody is talking about love. But uh, you have to find out. Yes. You can talk about everything. You have to, you have to feel, yes, your, your feelings, but also you have to uh, try to listen what the melody is trying to suggest you. As it seems kind of paradoxical because someone can say, oh, but, but you were the melody, so you, you, you knew what you wanted to say. No, because as I said before, the melody was already there because yes. it's really um, capturing the melody and then you have to find out so it's like a, a, a mysterious way and a really exciting way <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> yeah we are exploring a lot of things <laughs> it's <Yes>. very mystical <laughs> we had a very very different way like uh, I, I would start with the riff most of the time i, I would start with a guitar riff and then Kirsten would sit in the corner of the of the room and she'd just start writing lyrics, you know, words. Oh, wow. You know, we'd, uh, I'd, we'd be playing just, just ideas, riffs, and then she would add melodies in and then she would add the vocals in and then we'd all come together. So oh, that's... Oh, that's but, but yeah, some songs where you can, can listen to the riff. We start with the riff too. But... Right. Uh, not with the riff and the lyrics, but with the riff and then a melody. And then a yes. melody. Yeah, yes. sometimes, for example, till that was part. Na 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 This is a riff from the beginning to the end. It's the same. And so uh, we came up with a melody. Uh, yes. And then after the lyrics, yeah, of course, of course, understand. You know, it's just good to hear different, like, people... You know, you've written six albums, so you've you've mm. obviously got like a, a a routine on how you do it. So I like to hear how you know other yeah. musicians write. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm also really interested in this thing because uh, once I asked on Facebook uh, uh, to all songwriters, uh, what do you do first, the lyrics or the music? Mm. So there was question and many many people answered saying uh, how they were doing the songs and that was really inter interesting for example yeah. uh, I got a musician an American musician she was saying that she will she started by the lyrics by the lyrics writing like poems and then finding out a melody that was a totally different process for me I never did that um, it was interesting too, and then to listen to her songs 
and uh, appreciate the process, no? Yes. Because it was different. Yeah. How long does it normally take? Like, uh, does it take five minutes or, you know, a couple of months? Or do you, you know, you work on it for a certain time and then you go, no, okay, throw it away. How long does it normally take? To, to write a song? Yeah. How, how long, like, is it, does it take five minutes to write a song or can it take, you know, a couple of months? No, I never, uh, I've never happened to us, but maybe not because we are so good, because yes. uh, probably it's a different process. Uh, yes, I, yes. I think uh, every musician has his, uh, his, his or her method yes. to do music. Uh, I've never happened to us to stay a month on a song. It's possible we stay a day on a song. And uh, for the lyrics, maybe it can take, two, three days mm-hmm. to find out the right lyrics. But for the music, it's uh, a matter of a few minutes. Yes. Because now, it's really uh, extemporaneous. I don't know how to say that. Uh, it's, it's a feeling. So yes. it's not... You are not reasoning about the melody, staying on instrument. Oh, this is the melody. This is the right note to put here. No, no, we don't do that. It's mm. all natural. It's very natural. So. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And uh, we talked about it a bit uh, before, but what what do the when when you first released? So your first album was Metaphysical Attraction. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, in two thousand six. So. What was the opinion of the uh, of of your band singing in English? Because I know a band in Brazil that that started singing in English, and a lot of the media and the press they didn't like that. That you know, oh, <laughs> you you were like a sellout. You know, why, why are you singing in English for? You're in Brazil. You should be singing in uh, you know Portuguese. Yeah, it sort of breaks the sort of the code. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. So did you have any sort of experiences like that? Oh, maybe from some people, yes. Mm, I think like the band you mentioned. Mm, hmm. but, uh, and uh, yes, it was uh, a, a big obstacle in, here in Italy because people, I don't, I don't, uh, mean listeners, but uh, um, journalists, etc. They were uh, more into Italian music, and uh, so they thought. First of all, they thought uh, it, Belladonna is a metal band, which is really wrong because we are not metal. But uh, sometimes people, yeah, for example, <laughs> if you wear black, you're metal. That's <laughs> <So, laughs> what you do. You start doing reggae, reggae, what? and you are wearing you are black clothes. You are doing well, that. Well, it's, <laughs> so, just, it's just funny. It's just funny that I'm looking at all these things, and you know, Bruce Dickinson of Iron Maiden played played yeah. you on on his radio station. Uh, you yeah. were in met, you were in Metal Hammer, but you like you said, you're really not a heavy metal band. <laughs> no, no, we are not metal at all. Because my music, uh, the roots of our music, if you go there. Uh, it's more blues than <laughs> than uh, than anything else, and uh, really classic rock mm. in a uh, sense. But uh, it, it's similar to the '70s music, uh, where lots of piano 
and the piano is our main ingredient uh, on the songs. It's not, uh, and the melodies are not uh, at all metal. It's not metal. This is ah. not a metal band, but we love metal. We don't, don't, I don't say that because I want to say something bad about metal music, but this is not what uh, we are doing. And metal bands knows, uh, know that we are not a metal band. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, of course. Uh, yeah, and the metal heads know that we are not a metal band. Bruce Dickinson, when he played us on his uh, radio show, yes. is, he, he said we are rock noir. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> say, it's not metal. Yes. <laughs> it's not metal. So I don't, I don't understand when journalists are saying that we are metal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they... Uh, it's just funny how they want to put you in one sort of genre of music, but uh, no, no, but when... uh, there's another thing because uh, in the last years and last two decades probably, metal became an uncool music. Yes, that's, uh, yes. Those journalists, when you say that you are metal, are in a subtle way saying you are not cool. Yes. <laughs> you are cool when you are doing, I don't know, you are wearing clothes uh, broken uh, and uh, you are out of tune and say, ah, yeah, sounds like this, you are more cool. Um, but when you are, have a strong image, when you are, have, uh, have uh, chorus, choruses on songs, it's not just a song because it doesn't go anywhere. You're not cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, this is really bad because actually we are a self-produced band. We are not rich. We've never been rich. So um, of these people saying that we probably were we were um, too much to, yes. to uh, yeah uh, from the pictures from the uh, but maybe there are rich, more rich people that just uh, dress in another way and they uh, <laughs> look like cool people. This is this is a, a fake. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. If you got long if you got long hair and you're wearing black, you're metal apparently. <laughs> it's, a, it's so stupid. I can't believe that. But yeah. um, and me and Danny uh, thought many times about uh, a great thing about the metal world that they're really connected to the art. That they yes. really. Uh, are really listeners and journalists are really connected to music so they don't care about your genre because they knew we are not uh, we were not a metal band but they liked us despite that because they recognized that, uh, that we are doing our thing yeah, that's and right. that's more important for them and instead all the kind of journalists are thinking if you are cool or not if you are metal or not <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> These stupid things is very silly. <laughs> so. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, and it's um, you know, belladonna donna music is mm-hmm. your music. You, it's it's funny how people want to put you in a genre. You know, it's your music. You have, you know, just going through the CDs that you've, uh, the albums that you've brought out, the newer album. There was a light in 2011, uh, 2013, 2016. You brought out the album, uh, the orchestral album. The orchestral album. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was made. That was made with uh, crowdfunding. That was an incredible thing because. So let, yeah. So yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about that. Like, what? Ex, what was the experience like working with a, a full-fledged orchestra? 
Oh, that was amazing. That was the best, one of the best experience of my life. Yes. Especially because it was made thanks to all the people that joined the crowdfunding because we didn't have the money to, that was a dream. So if we, if you, we thought, okay, if we one day would, we do a crowdfunding, that would be for a dream. And our dream yes. would be to pay live because the, uh, the, the album was recorded live with the orchestra and yes. we, was, we played it all together and it would be to do that with an orchestra but that, that is a really expensive thing to do so that's why we started our crowdfunding uh, so many people subscribed that that was incredible it was so, so amazing and uh, so with the money we could pay all the orchestras uh, players and uh, that was magical, especially, I remember, it was recorded in two days, I remember the, the second days at the, at the end, we were recording Morpheus, uh, the track of uh, the orchestral album, and I could see all the orchestras and the director, which is a really great, incredible composer, Angelina Yoshova. She's right. uh, Yes, she's from Russia, but she's living in Italy. She's an incredible piano player. I can't wait that her album will be released, I think, in a month or two, which is a piano a piano album. And she's a really incredible director, and she's into experimental music. She's teaching in Norway sometimes. She's very great. And she was, uh, so I could see her and all the orchestras people. And all of a sudden, I felt like uh, something really mystical in the air. And uh, like something I could not explain. And um, like something, I don't know if you can say that shamanic. I'm not a person into that kind of thing. But uh, I, I can find another term. And when the, uh, I went downstairs, because I was upstairs in that building, yes. uh, I could see the, them from a monitor, because otherwise I couldn't stay with them, because otherwise the voice could interfer interfere with uh, the, the orchestra. Uh, all people were crying. They were all crying. Wow. Uh, because they felt the same. So yes. And that thing is captured in that track, in Morpheus. The people all together we felt that emotion and uh, I maybe people listening to that track could, could feel the same I don't know but yes. it was that I could see all, all the orchestras crying crying wow. after playing the song so that was incredible that's an amazing experience I would have loved to see that how did you go about writing with the orchestra you know how was that writing process did did you come up with the music first and then the orchestra come in and come over the top and play it over that? Or did they were all songs rearranged with the orchestra? Oh, right. Sorry. Sorry. No, no. Yeah, yeah there was uh, um, some, uh, there was just uh, a new song. It's called Maria Spilterini. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, all the other songs were from all the albums, so it's nice to listen to the original version and the orchestra version. Yeah, right. right For example, yes. to, to the dual parts, it's with the riff in the original um, version in the demo album. But in this version, I don't sing 
I'm in hell. I sing, I'm in hell. <laughs> with the orchestra, it's totally different. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, with, with you not being trained as well, it, it was also interesting um, because I'm not trained as well. So if they were asking me to play like a B minor, F sharp, blah, 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 I'd be like, <laughs> what? What the hell is that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> give, give me give me something to listen to and then I can play to it, you know. So, but uh, yeah, it's very, very very interesting. But yeah, like I said before, and I'm genuine. Like uh, when I say that, um, I, I love how every album is just different and u- unique. Like it's just, you know. And I I love musicians that do that. That that don't want to be. Yeah, they don't want to be put in a in a genre, you know. It's belladonna music. <laughs> we called we called we called rock noir at the beginning of my space because uh, many people looking at us uh, thought that we were gothic, that they were <laughs> metal. And yeah, right. We wanted to say something that no, no, we are not got this is not goth music. This is not metal music. So what is that? We call that uh, rock noir because noir, if you think about uh, the movies, about uh, literature, uh, and our lyrics, there are noir stories in there. It is um, it's not uh, uh, paranormal of the mind, of the mind, something uh, about the crimes, uh, not about vampires, not about uh, that kind of the serious thing, but account our mind, our processes, and uh, Sometimes just uh, crime stories, like for example, Amanatan Tale is a story of a girl that uh, is shooting at a man because she she wanted to take revenge of that man. And all, all the songs is about that story. Uh, it's a crime story. So I always thought, okay, this is the best thing to the final music is is call it uh, noir, <laughs> rock noir. <laughs> yes. uh, but say, having said that, it's not because oh, we want to fit in our genre. Uh, so we don't care about that. In fact, the new songs are really, I think, I feel that they are totally different from our beginning. More yes. than uh, the last albums. The new songs uh, are more open. Are yes. more open and uh, more into, I don't know, I I say Beatles, but they are not like Beatles songs, but in, they are different in that kind of way. But it's not because we thought, okay, we want to do that kind of music. Yes. The music that is coming out, uh, coming out from us, it's like when a person is aging. Uh, the face is the same, but it's changing. It's yes. Changed. So uh, that's why now our music is changing because it's a natural process. Uh, once you recorded that album with the orchestra, did you then yeah. go and tour with the orchestra, or oh, was no, it just the band? No, no, it was too expensive to do that. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So maybe, one, a, day, maybe one day, maybe yeah. one day. For example, we we were invited to go to the um, to buy Expo this year, but I don't know now if with the covid uh, how things uh, will go but uh, we were invited there with the orchestra so i don't know if yeah. we will do that in the expo well, that it will take place in dubai this year oh. expo 
2020, yeah. Well, well, Craig wants you to, if you do play with the orchestra again, I want to be there to watch it, okay? <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be incredible. I would like to do that. And uh, Dubai, after all, is not very far from... Uh, from you, so uh, and it's far, but it's not as far as Italy. <laughs> so. Right, right. Uh, let me go back before uh, the album. Before that was uh, Shooting Dice with God in 2013, and then the orchestral album, and then you brought out a a mixtape in 2017, and I think this is fantastic idea. Um, <laughs> so uh, I saw a picture of you holding up an old school okay. cassette yeah so, te- so, so, so tell us about this uh, yeah that, that was uh, because uh, first of all I was, uh, to say that we do everything by ourselves because uh, we are still self-produced so we sometimes think about what can, can we do right now what can we uh, produce what can we sell so we came out with this idea uh, in a time where all the people were printing vinyls <laughs> say, yes. well, not to do a cassette <laughs> so, and then some, some other people did that after that but yes. uh, doing this and they thought about writing uh, and writing the titles on the cassettes <laughs> it was like uh, in uh, the 80s in the 90s when yes. you just uh, we were the, the first pirates no to <laughs> still still music and uh, Right on the cassettes, the titles. Yeah, uh, but that, it, it was good. Many people appreciate that because yes. it was nice. <laughs> it's such a cool idea. I just thought, you know. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I would have loved uh, Actually, I don't even think I have a cassette player anymore. I used to have a cassette player. <laughs> and I used to do the same thing, just put it, put all the, my favorite songs on the, on the cassette. So just think that's a, a, a great idea um, and for your fans as well. Um, yeah. So your latest album is No Star Is Ever Too Far. Yeah. Which came out last year. Now, yeah. you've done, have you done touring for this album yet? No, we haven't. And we were planning doing something in the States and uh, going to the States. Uh, uh, but uh, right now... <laughs> possible doing things yes yes so and uh, we wanted to, to, to go in the uk too uh but by now it's possible to think about that but as i said to you at the beginning in our, our interview uh, we are working on other things right now so we are even if you are not playing we are doing other things and yes. uh, that was it before the this is this bad situation. So we are still doing that. The other these other things uh, yeah. with our music, of course. So it's always our music. And uh, yes, but uh, we we me and Danny played sometimes uh, uh, some readings because I'm also a writer and I wrote my second books uh, last year and so. We we played some songs about the new album during the readings. Oh, uh, cool! The acoustic versions uh, with piano and guitar during the readings. <laughs> right, that's so cool. So, yeah. I, I wanted to ask as I was going through uh, your songs uh, today, as I was saying, and 
I heard two cover songs uh, of two of my favourite bands that you've already done. Um, I saw Guns N' Roses' Sweet Child of Mine and mm. Kiss, I Was Made For Loving You. Yeah. Who Who is the Kiss or Guns N' Roses fan in the Belladonnas and why did you choose these two songs to cover? Oh, first, first of all, they are incredible songs. Yes, <laughs> so, agreed. Yeah, yeah to recognise that. I don't remember, but it was really, I, I remember that at the beginning of Belladonna, even, I, I, I'm talking about 2006, 2007, me and Dani sometimes uh, imagined the Kiss song at that time in, the, in, in this other version. Yes. Say, yeah, it would be great to play the song in this version. And uh, I think that once we play the song in a concert, in that version, oh, I, wow. I, yeah, if, right. I, if I don't get wrong, or maybe just we rehearse for the, the song because we plan to do one day and then many years passed and we did that. And it was uh, uh, also, uh, I don't know, an anti-sexist uh, thing to do because uh, it's, um, I don't know, it's the same lyrics uh, put in another way because yes. uh, uh, sung by a woman who's saying that yeah. she wants to do something to you in the dark. <laughs> 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 so yes. what what she wants to do? Maybe she wants to put fire. <laughs> Maybe she she's a witch. Who, who knows? Yes. Maybe she. Uh, it's, I don't know because I am myself, so I can judge. But I can see that my voice is not the voice of a, a really um, a little child uh, saying. Uh, I was love. No, I was yeah. love. Yes, it's very different. <laughs> uh, I, I think that's how Paul Stanley sings it now. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, it's just two, like you said before, two amazing songs. And if, for my listeners, if you haven't had a chance to to hear these two versions, they're on YouTube and. Uh, they're in, on the internet. Yeah, it's just a totally different version of it. Uh, it's like, and it's just really well done, in my opinion. And oh, uh, yeah, go and check it out. Thank you very much. Yeah. Some people appreciated the fact that the, the version was so different. Yes. So yes. They I belladonized it. No, I belladonized yes. it. But other people are saying, no, no, this is not the right version. Okay, this is we are not a cover band. We are not doing <laughs> <laughs> covers. Right. You're, not a, uh, you're a metal band, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. You're a metal band. <laughs> you should have played a metal version of it. Come on. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, just, just going through uh, with your touring as well, like how, how have you adapted to, uh, like with the touring, you know, y- you've done a lot of touring. So mm-hmm. how do you go from being this, you know, being on stage and in front of lots of people and then all of a sudden, being yourself. On stage for me, it's uh, I experienced myself a lot. I, yes. um, I really, it's a really natural environment for me, 
And yes. but when I stay alone, I experience uh, something different, which is still me. You still me. It's playing instruments, writing songs, reading books, painting. Uh, I think a person has many faces. It's yes. not that that a person is fake, but uh, we we have many many shades. We are really a lot a lot nuanced. It's just a, a different kind of expression of yourself. So yeah. this is the way I, I see it. Yeah, and you're speaking about uh, reading books. Now, I saw a couple of books that you've read recently, and you also mentioned in the recording Unhinged book. Sean Carroll? Yes, yes. Said that ah, you were, you, you were okay. mentioned. Yeah. You'll mention Sorry. How did you... oh, because uh, I'm a philosopher of science, a philosopher, um, uh, philosophy doctor, and uh, my field is uh, was, but still is, uh, philosophy of science. And I'm really a big uh, physics uh, aficionado. Sean Carroll, I, I loved him because I, I met him through in the internet. And it was uh, uh, one of the people I could understand better in English when I wanted to understand right. how to pronounce English in a way. Yes. <laughs> uh, but apart from that, and I was really interested by uh, his, his mind because he's a theoretical physicist, but at the same time he's a kind of philosopher because his approach is really analytical and he studied philosophy when before going to university, university specialized in astronomy, astrophysical, and then became a cosmologist, a theoretical physicist, was working at Caltech and doing many things everywhere. And now it's uh, he's selling books, and the books uh, are going very, 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 very well. But uh, so there is all, always a, a, a philosophical part in in their book, in, in his books. I mean that in the history uh, of science and, and in our culture, sometimes mm, it happens that philosophy, science, got divided. And uh, but at the beginning of the, uh, our history of, of thoughts, uh, it wasn't like that because all philosophers were scientists. For example, Einstein. Einstein uh, read all books about uh, Immanuel Kant. He was really into philosophy because he recognized that, that you you need to have an instrument, a logical instrument to approach reality and 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 a way to define. The reality. This is a, there are many philosoph- philosophical questions about that. It's not just uh, understanding equation. You don't go anywhere if you don't understand where you want to go. And the where you want to go, it's a philosoph- It's something philosophical. That's why I appreciate really Sean Carroll. But by the way, <laughs> it was he's a really nice person because we wrote each other a lot and. Uh, he, he bought our albums and uh, he, he joined the crowdfunding too for the personal album. That was really incredible for me. Wow. What an amazing experience. <laughs> and yeah. and one, one more uh, release that you brought out that I forgot to mention was the uh, Belladonna Soundscape Collection Volume yeah. 1. Can you tell us a little bit about that for, for like uh, the listeners that are not in Italy? 
Yeah, the Soundscape Collection is something that was uh, released only for the, the the industry, the cinematographic industry in uh, in the US. So uh, mainly it's it's full of bits of our music that uh, is adapted for being used to movies and uh, trailers and many other things. That's yeah. why. I yeah, that, this is incredible because uh, they started using our music uh, in many trailers and even uh, in the last uh, Michael Moore movie. Yes, yes, yeah. Ma- Michael Moore's movie. Uh, yeah. uh, I've just got a list here, like uh, the uh, Fantastic Four, uh, yeah. God- Godless, Split. That was one of my favourite movies. I love that movie. Black Panther. The Equalizer 2, I mean, it's just, the list goes on, Stephen King's Dark Tower, I mean, uh, it's just amazing how they they have uh, been able to take you, uh, like, a part of your music and, and put it into the film, I think, such an incredible achievement, like, that, it was that... Especially for a self-produced band, yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. So, so was that your your goal all along to do this or, or was it just like wh- whose idea was it to do this i don't know but uh, it wasn't wasn't our goal because mm. we ne- never wanted to do this thing in a specific way but yeah. uh, always uh, we were, were always uh, our music uh, were, uh, has been always related to 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 movies in a way because uh, I, I think they about uh, talking about the Im- imagery. There is in a song, probably. I don't know. Yes. And if you listen to the orchestral album, you can probably get that too. But uh, when things happen uh, happen to you, it, they are always surprising you. They are different from from everything you expected in your life. So uh, it just happened. And then after I think happened, well, the first thing was uh, in, with the minions because oh, yes. uh, we have been chosen to, for the, the international TV spot for uh, it was uh, Fifty Shades of Shadows or Yellow. <laughs> it was nice. really funny. And the, the music was really dramatic. It was, it was a big contract. <laughs> and uh, and then after that, many things happened. And we discovered that uh, uh, people working in that field are really, really uh, anarchists. Uh, how could you say that? Because they don't care if you are big, if you are famous. If you're mm. They care only if your music fits. Right. Fits in things so this is the meritocracy maybe how can you say that for example in Italy if you are not a big name you can do anything you're not allowed to do anything but for them they don't care if you are famous or not they care about the music yes have you been to the cinemas to actually watch a, a movie. Oh yes, the... well, when when it happened, yes, yes. Uh, when it happened, for example, for Michael with the last movie, Michael um, the documentary of Michael yes. movie, yes, I've yes. been to the premiere of the movie to oh, see that. Oh right, right. Yeah, that was That's incredible. Great. Incredible <laughs> experience. Uh, yes, it's incredible when it, it happens to you. Yeah, right. I forgot to mention one more. My cousin Rachel as well was that. That was one of the first ones, right? No, no, there were there were other movies. 
for example, Remember Me by Gabriele Muccino used our music, but it was an Italian movie, but he went uh, he went to the States. And oh, yes. Could, yeah, Remember Me with Monica Bellucci, I, I mean, uh, I was saying. And uh, right now I don't remember the titles, but there were other yes. movies, like Liberi, it's another Italian movie. And recently... It was an Italian movie that used uh, our music. It was a, a noir, a noir movie, Villetta mm-hmm. uh, con Ospiti. Uh, it's um, the, the translation is guest uh, in the villa and probably would be translated uh, outside of Italy too. The, the director ch- chose two songs and uh, that was amazing. Yeah, right, right. Just uh, winding up, I've got a couple more, couple more questions to ask. You, it says here that you, you're one of your engineers for uh, your recording of, and there was light in 2011 was Mike Tacky. Um, Tachi. And he, yeah, Tachi, sorry. Uh, yeah. And he, he was a part of Metallica's Black Album. Yeah, so, yeah, he was for that so, too. So what, what was that, what was that experience working with him? Yeah, it was really nice. It was really nice guy, a nice person. And it was really interesting, interesting, yes. yeah, to see how how he approaches things. Yes, yeah. it was really interesting. Excellent. And you have toured with Dust McKagan's band in 2009. <laughs> Did you get a chance to meet meet the guy? Oh, that was incredible because we uh, we played before Duff McCagan and yes. it was in Pinacella di Cervi. I don't remember the name because it's in Tuscany. And right. uh, I didn't expect that that uh, Duff McCagan uh, was so warm. He, he was uh, uh, in front of the stage listening to us for all the concerts. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And he was screaming, saying, oh, you're so cute. Yeah, really, <laughs> I didn't expect that. And then he, uh, we went together on um, the day after. We went uh, to, to play with Tour of the Inch Nails and with Corn, uh, Mars Falls, yes. and Duff McGagan said <clears throat> on stage, yesterday we played with a really good band, Paladon. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, it's really humble. That's it's really cool. humble and he's a really nice person. That was incredible. Yeah, I didn't expect that because we didn't know each other. <laughs> so uh, sometimes uh, it, it, you can play before a, a, a big band, but they don't talk to you. So right. it's the, yeah, that's that was exceptional. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Um, and speaking of live live sets, like, um, and you've got like uh, six full albums. How do you make a set now? Uh, are you playing um, uh, mostly new songs, or do you still play some of the old songs from the from the first album? Uh, it, it, it depends on when where we are playing. Sometimes uh, we have our our how you say that our classics. Yes, yes. <laughs> for example, Foreverland. Uh, many people, oh, because many people listen to that song at the beginning, so they want to listen to that live. Uh, but sometimes we change, we change the the sets, uh, the the sets of the the, the the songs every time, and uh, we try to to follow a narrative that is emotional. It is yes. emotional, so we, we, we try to figure out, okay, we can play this 
and then after this and this is like uh, i don't know like a screenplay for a movie no where you imagine what is happening happening next yes and but uh, during uh, live concerts we improvise a lot because mm-hmm. uh, this is probably a difference because uh, sometimes uh, nowadays people uh, musicians don't improvise because sometimes they have the click uh, the drummer has the click in the yes in the, in the years and uh, sometimes they, they have basses in, in, on stage so the basis for the songs adding strings adding things we don't have anything we are just uh, five of us playing and so we can do everything. We can improvise, we can finish a song and do something new and I can dance. I don't know. Yeah, depends, right. it depends on the moment. <laughs> that, but that's so cool and, and it's so good for your fans as well that you're able to do that, to be yeah. a bit like spontaneous, you know. Yeah, okay. yeah, because we like the art. We like that because... Uh, we don't want, I don't want to say bad things about people doing otherwise, but uh, many, many bands have uh, uh, these things on stage. And uh, so it's not really a live experience. But people sometimes don't, don't know because they cannot realize that, okay, you are listening to uh, some strings, but strings are not played by anyone on stage. Why are they, why are they? But when they, they are there, you are not allowed to, to do what you want because yes. this is this is a machine that uh, you can go out of time. I don't, uh, you can stop that and do some something else. So uh, I don't know. Um, it's like to be in chain. I don't like that. Yes, yes, that's mm-hmm. that's great. I wanted to uh, finish off with with this one as well. Like I was reading that you were nominated. For a on, on the ballot form in two, mm-hmm. 2008 for uh, a Grammy for best rock performance. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing because the first time someone told us that they discovered this, I, I was thinking, I was in a, it's impossible. I, they <laughs> they read the, uh, a wrong name. It's not us. Oh really? Yeah, we couldn't believe that. <laughs> Uh, uh, it happened because of my space, because uh, probably someone that was, were picking up songs uh, for the ballot yes. were into, were, uh, was into our music, and she and then, then we met her, she presented the, the songs to the ballot. But uh, at the beginning we thought uh, that, that it was fake, it was not real, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, now it's more difficult to recognize about, if you think about fake news, what is real and what is not. But at the time, uh, you, you couldn't, you, know, you didn't know how to verify these things. You, yes. uh, it, yeah, it was, was, and then, but it was real, so it was incredible for us. Wow. It was really incredible. Mm-hmm. Amazing, amazing, and. Uh, finally, uh, what is the what is the future uh, for Lu- Luana and for also Belladonna? Uh, what is the future plans? I'll say that uh, we are every day working on our music. So uh, since we are self-produced band, uh, sometimes the the plans are, are coming out of nowhere. 
nothing is really planned as when you have a label, for example, okay, next year you are going to do this and this summer you are going to do that. Because we are, every every day we are working on our band and we, we have to find out something to do, what we can do. So right now, as I told you, we are working on many projects for our music to be used in movies and things like that. And uh, apart from that, uh, we are writing many, many songs for the new, our new album uh, because uh, we write a lot of songs and then we decide what to put in the album. <laughs> so, <laughs> for example, now now we wrote uh, in this period, we wrote 20 new songs. Wow. So we want to, <laughs> yeah, no, it's a lot, uh, it's a lot because sometimes people say, you know, oh, they take uh, two, year, two years for, to write an album. And uh, we wrote um, this the song, but, but we, um, and then we, we decide that we will listen all of them together and then we decide what to put in the album and then we decide what to do with the other songs. Oh no, maybe, maybe we come out with a new project uh, using yes. those, uh, the songs, we don't know. Well, uh, why don't you, why doesn't Belladonna come out to Australia and do some shows here? It would be incredible for us. <laughs> have, you been to, have you been to Australia yet? No, I've never been to Australia, never in my life. That would be really a, a dream come true. For an independent band, independent band, self-produced band, it's not really easy to do to do the things uh, in terms of in terms of money, uh, I mean, because we are not someone else paying for everything, so it's very difficult. But uh, who knows? Maybe in the future we will do that. Well, you're more than welcome to come to Australia. I think a lot of a lot of uh, fans who are here will be uh, yeah very interested in watching you live and with your music as well. It's so. Um, different it's so you know all different styles of music and I like that like uh, you know you haven't stuck to one genre you're you're always sort of pushing the boundary to make to make it interesting uh, not only for yourself but but for your fans as well so I think you will get a lot of fans here in Australia as well wow thank you very much no. And, and and sorry, I wanted to say one more thing about your vocals, and I, I know you're on here and you're my guest, but super powerful voice. <laughs> uh, you Thank know, you <laughs> I don't know how you've kept it this powerful for so long. Do you have? How do you keep it so strong? You know, with your vocals. I don't do anything. Actually, really? I'm trying. I'm trying to stop smoking right now. I, <laughs> I I just I just wrote a message to myself on the wall. I stuck with uh, a tape in the in the wall, uh, and I wrote, "If you uh, if you smoke, you are a dickhead." <laughs> <That's what I wrote. laughs> this morning, because I I'm, because I I decide many times to stop smoking, but sometimes difficult for me. It's very difficult. <laughs> so, and now I want to do like people in prison and push the line and three yes. lines then bar them when you, so you can't the days. And so <laughs> I, I hope that this message will help me. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you don't want to be a dickhead, do you? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one question I wanted to ask was, 
What would you say to inspiring uh, musicians that are out there that are doing it really, really tough? Uh, what would you say to inspiring uh, musicians that want to be like you? Uh, thank you very much for asking this question and saying that maybe someone would, would like to be like me. I don't know. But uh, I, I like to say that for me, for my experience, it was I always be surrounded surrounded by people they're trying to pull, pull me, they try to pull me down, saying, no, you, I'm, I'm going to do anything because you are not rich, you don't know anyone, you, yes. you, have, to, you, have, you have to have many connections to do what you, so you have to uh, open your eyes and realize that the world is different uh, uh, from your imagination. But I was really stubborn. Because I thought, no, I want to do what I want and in the way I want. Even though I don't have a special connection, even though, uh, even though yeah, I don't have a lot of money. And uh, I really, uh, it, it's not easy because you yes. have to work, you, you really have to sacrifice everything. Vacations, relationships, nights, everything. Because yeah. I'm working 24 hours a day on my music, on my band. But uh, uh, I'm happy sometimes to say what, what happened to us because I want to demonstrate that sometimes it's, it's possible to do something if you insist, if you really believe in what you, what you do, despite all what other people are saying. Yes. Uh, because really this is... Um, uh, 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 mediocrity feelings around us that when people want you to, to give up because they have given up with their lives. They yes. don't want you to believe in something. So I'm not going to say that everyone will succeed. I'm not I'm going to say that uh, we become the, <laughs> the biggest artists on the world. I don't care about that. I, I'm caring about doing what I, what I like to do. And this is the biggest success. And every person who, who really loves what what is what oh, everything that a person loves really a lot, uh, they they can insist, they can work for that, they can believe that in that. No, no, I don't know. Sometimes I I love to share the story of my band just for that because I want to say I, I'm one of them. I, I can. Uh, I, I, I live that. I live yes. that my life. Uh, I, I didn't come from money. I didn't come from money. Um, I didn't have big connections. Uh, I was no one. I'm yes. still no one. But uh, <laughs> at, at, at least, at least I can do what I want. This yes. is this is really great. I think. Have the freedom to be creative, right? Now. Well, uh, this is in priceless. This is priceless yes. at the freedom because that's why we decided to to stay self-produced because uh, in a way or another um, you have to compromise yourself. I, I I mean in an artistic way you have to to follow some trend or maybe some people that are working working for you giving money you to do something they want you to do the things in another way because uh, we think this is better in a commercial way. Uh, we don't care about that. We don't care about what is trend. What uh, We care only about our music, what we want to express. I don't care about anything else. So 
Uh, it's difficult, but uh, I, w- I want to wake up every, every day and say I'm doing what I like to do. I don't, otherwise, I would choose to do another j- kind of job uh, yes. that I don't like. I would do that. I don't, I don't want to do <laughs> another way. Yes, uh, that's a great, great answer. And and finally, is are there any uh, sponsors or endorsements that you want to promote? Uh, your social media. Yes. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Pick and write us. Oh, we stopped use, using the the Facebook page. Oh, uh, okay. We still uh, answer answer messages, but we stopped posting from there because it was impossible. We posted one thing, and inside you could read this post uh, hasn't reached anybody. If you don't put uh, at least three euros, you <laughs> so. Uh, and so you, 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 we didn't have the money to, to, to pay for each post. So we said, okay, I'll fuck off Facebook. <laughs> we don't use it <laughs> you anymore. Uh, we, we know that Instagram is owned by Facebook, but at least now the posts, they are not really visible if you don't pay, but it's not invisible yes. as in Facebook. Facebook, uh, it's evil. It's evil. You have to pay everything. Yeah, yeah, if you true. if you run a page if you run a page so it was useless to post that but we still answer messages the, the page is still there and we answer all the people on Instagram yes. and so, and um, all people can listen to us uh, via Spotify because uh, yes. the old albums are there and on YouTube but. Uh, Mainly, uh, songs, uh, all the songs, all the albums are on Spotify. So awesome. Take a look. And I've just saw here that uh, your Instagram is at Belladonna underscore band. So there you go. They they update the the pictures pretty regularly. Same with your Instagram as well. You're putting regular pictures up on Instagram as well. So uh, go check it out. And uh, the links there for Spotify. Uh, and uh, for YouTube as well. So lots of uh, film clips. And we didn't even talk about the film clips as well. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe we can talk about the film clips another time. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> you've, you've done so many. Maybe we can talk about that next time. Yeah, yeah. All right, Luana, uh, thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. I know you're a super busy girl, um, you know, creating yeah. music. It was a really my pleasure, and I'm so happy that. If I come to Italy, then I would love to see your band play. Thanks so much, Greg. You are a really, really nice person. It was really amazing to talk to you. Okay, thank you, Luana. I'll say bye for now. Bye, and thank you for having me. Thank you very much. <laughs> and good luck with Belladonna. <laughs> thank you.